Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. One of the most popular board games in the world today is Scrabble. Um, it was invented in the 1940s and quickly took the world by storm. But how popular is the game in South Africa and how can Scrabble lovers get more involved? To tell me more, I speak to Andrew Goldberg and Stephen Gruist, who are the chairman and vice chairman of, the, of Scrabble Gauteng. Welcome, Andrew and Stephen, and thanks so much for joining me. Thanks, Cherise. Thanks. Um, so Scrabble has its origins in the 1940s. It actually has its origins in the 1930s. 1930s. It was invented by an out-of-work architect uh, in the Great Depression whose name was Alfred Moshe Butts. And it didn't sell very well uh, initially. And then it really took off when the chairman of Macy's department store in New York was on holiday, saw some people playing, absolutely loved it, phoned his uh, back to the office and said, is this in the window? They said, no, sir, we don't even stock it. And they sold... A couple of thousand sets that year, and then it just absolutely exploded onto the international scene. Is there a right age to get involved in Scrabble? Any any age. I mean, uh, Andrew can can chat about his daughter who's uh, just started playing. Yeah, she's eight years old. Her name is Sasha Goldberg. She was actually on the show on Monday. She did an interview with the kids, High uh, M. And she's um, an avid beginner, but there are people younger than that. Their normal age is about six or five. But uh, just obviously the easier there's junior Scrabble and then you move up to senior Scrabble. But obviously if you want to get good or you want to uh, play in competitions, the senior Scrabble is the way to go. So would you recommend you start your the kids young, off with a uh, junior Scrabble? The younger the better. Uh, I mean, my own story is I used to play with my mom when I was about eight. And then at my primary school, they offered it as an extra mural. And I went and I was clearly very good. And I was coached by uh, somebody who's passed away now, Ronnie Whitkin. And entered a tournament in 1984, walked away with a whole armful of prizes, and I was hooked, and I was then playing. Uh, so I've been playing competitive Scrabble for 35 years now. But it's not necessary to go into competitive no, Scrabble. No, 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 but it can be played at very high levels. So there's a national championship. In fact, we have our national championship coming up next weekend on the 23rd and 24th of March, and if people are interested to play, we'll give our details out at the end. Um, you don't have to play competitively, but this goes up to world championships, Afri- African championships. There's a whole international uh, circuit. Uh, the world champs, for example, is going to be in Goa in India this year. So, no, you don't have to be competitive, but if you want to get good, you can get really good at this game. And it really has a lot of educational benefits. I can imagine the educational benefits. And, and while we're talking about kind of competitive Scrabble, um, how uh, how what is the interest in, say, Joburg and South Africa and Africa, Andrew? Well, it used to be um, a very high interest, but now it's, it has dwindled quite a lot. But we're trying to reinvigorate the game. And the only way to do it is to, through the kids. I mean, kids need to be learnt how to play Scrabble and the like because it's a great game. You learn a lot from it. You learn how to spell. Kids today can't spell. Kids today are on their phones writing C instead of S-E-E and all the like. So it's really worthwhile to um, get a board game like this, which unlike chess and other games, not to put them down, teaches you something that you can use outside of the chess, outside of the game itself. So you could actually learn to speak better. Your language could be better. I'm a lawyer, so I use a lot of my language in court when I'm arguing matters. And, you know, different words mean different things. And you can use words and the judge will say to you, what does that actually mean? What are you getting at? And then you have to explain to the judge what the word is. So it's sometimes it's good and very important to know the name. But 90% probably of the time we don't know what the word means. So there are words from other languages and other places. Is that allowed? Like that. Yes. And, and, who, and who decides? 
Well, there's a there's an international committee. Uh, we have a, a world association called the World uh, uh, World English Speaking Scrabble Players Association, WESPA. That's been around for about ten years. But they're lexicographers, they're people who work with dictionaries. And at one point, you actually could submit uh, words from your country. So, in fact, quite a lot of South African words are in the dictionary. For example, boop and <laughs> shoe, s j o e. Uh, Breifles, Bry as a verb, uh, Icona, Aish, all of these are actually now playable in the dictionary, which is, yeah, which is wonderful. Confates. And Yiddish words? Yeah, lots of words. I mean, Yiddish can words. you use, I don't want to say some of them are yeah, some of them are too, <laughs> some, of them, some of them are too rude to, for a family show, but, uh, everything from Schwitz to Plotz to, you, you can Platz, say. Yep, to Platz to Latz to, to klutz, uh, um, <laughs> it's such a rich, la- it's such a rich language, and and many of those words are are uh, are allowed as long as well as some Hebrew words, all the uh, letters of the Hebrew alphabet, for example, uh, from Aleph to Tav. Uh, so yeah, and there's lots of Jewish associations with the game. So I suppose, yeah. the, uh, okay, do you want to explore? Yeah, so I mean, some of our best players, players historically in South Africa have been uh, have been Jewish players. So both of us are Jewish. Uh, Larry Benjamin, who lectures at Wits University, was uh, four or five time national champion. Um, Gwen Heyman uh, of blessed memory was uh, Miss Scrabble and really started the started the game. We have Anita Castle in Cape Town, uh, the late Pearl Zeitz, a lot of a lot of very very good players. And actually, around the world, several world champions have been Jewish. Uh, Mark Nyman from the UK, Joel Wapnick from Canada. Peter Morris from uh, the United States, uh, Joel Sherman from the United States, and, and a number of others. Oh. And I recently played in the World Champs in Kenya, and there were a lot of Jewish players there. There was a lady, and we had an amazing game together, and we started off the game. And I said, I didn't get anything in the last game except for the word ozonate. And she said to me, because of my accent, she said to me, what do you mean you got O's and eights? There's no eights in the board. There's only letters. There's no O's and eights. What's O's and eights mean? <laughs> so you have a lot of fun. Very much so. You say. And, and, and it's kind of a game that, okay, we, should, we have spoken a little bit about the professional level, but there's, uh, what's nice about Scrabble is you can take it with you absolutely anywhere. You can take it with on holiday. You can do it over Shabbos. Um, I know you were worried that there may be a halachic issue, but I spoke to a colleague of mine and he said there's absolutely not. You want to agree with that? You're agreeing with that? Yeah. In fact, in, in a world championship that I played in once, there was a, a religious Jew from uh, Canada named Zev Kaufman and he did all the things he had to do so that it was halachically acceptable to play so he didn't write and he didn't think about writing and he used a special board etc but yes it, it, it can be played on Shabbos uh, and uh, we would definitely welcome more Jewish players to come back to the game um, I think we're going to take our break here but after the break maybe we can look at some of the fun aspects of Scrabble and some of the words that um, have you ever tried to make up words I'd be very curious to know Sure. Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. And I'm talking to Andrew Goldberg and Stephen Groost, who are the chairman and vice chair of Scrabble Gauteng, respectively. Um, I remember playing Scrabble sometimes, and things can get a bit heated when somebody says, this is a word, and everybody else goes, oh, no, it's not. And I just wondered how common that was, even on a professional level. Well... There is a word list, and at the moment we use Collins Dictionary, 
Um, and if it's in the book, it's acceptable. If it's not in the book, it's not acceptable. There are a lot of loan words from other languages. English is, is like a sponge. It absorbs, it absorbs other words very, very quickly. And, uh, that adjudicates all disputes. There's, there are computer programs. And that's the great thing about playing Scrabble in the 21st century. You can play it on Facebook. You can play it on the Internet Scrabble Club. You can play it on the board. There are word learning apps. There are word checking apps. There are uh, chess clocks. There's every, everything that you need. When I started out, I was using Using paper dictionaries, but uh, today it's it's revolutionised and the game is booming internationally. Andrew, the most odd word that you've come up with or used or seen? So I'd say it probably was dogond, <laughs> D-O-G-G-O-N-E-D, which means obviously a dogond day from okay. the movie Dogond. Uh, I think it's called Something Friday. And anyway, what happened was I played the word dogond, and then I thought only an S would go there, but I had only a D, so I tried dogond, and I was right. And uh, the person I was playing against didn't early, who's now immigrated. Fell off his chair. It was just couldn't believe it. But it's really easy to learn words and it's very good practice to in your memory. So like I taught my daughter how to spell the most common eight-letter word, which seven-letter word, which is Itario. Oh, wow. So it's quite easy to remember it. It's ETA, which means estimated time of arrival. ETA. ER, which is the emergency room. And RO, so you owe money when you go to the doctor. So it's ETA, ER, RO. And she knows it off by heart. <laughs> That's unbelievable. It's a kind of fruit. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Um, I wanted to talk about Scrabble in schools. Yeah. But just before that, I couldn't help notice when I read my Mail and Guardian this morning, there was a uh, Madam and Eve. And in the Madam and Eve, they are using words. Um, Madam and Eve specifically seem to be playing a game of Scrabble over uh, <laughs> negotiations of pay. Uh, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, well, that actually came about by uh, uh, us tweeting about our national championships, which is on the 23rd and 24th of March. And uh, Rico, the guy who draws Madam and Eve, got in contact with me and he said, oh, we, we may use it in a, in a cartoon. So great timing and, and wonderful exposure. No, it was fun. It was a cute cartoon. Okay, schools. Andrew. So we got a competition on the 15th of September of this year where we want to get 100 kids together from all different schools. And we were trying to pump it to the schools to say that we'll give out lessons for free whenever you want. At an organized time, at an organized place, we've got a huge board, which you play on. And we really want to pump schools because we believe that that's where the future is. Are you looking at primary high schools? Mainly high schools. But if there are primary school kids, we can consider a, a, a division there. We're going to have a 5,000 Rand first prize uh, for the winning kid, which I think is an incentive. Wow. And there incredible. may be a possibility that that kid gets to go to the World Youth Scrabble Championships later in the year in November. So there's a parallel youth Scrabble there's Cup. A, there's a senior There's a senior circuit. There's a regular people circuit. There's a youth circuit. So I can imagine it might be intimidating for a first-time player. I mean, both of you have clearly done this professionally. You, you're committed to the game. Yeah. But somebody who's coming in for the first time, is it not a bit intimidating? It, it can be. And sometimes... Uh, more established players are impatient with newbies, um, uh, or noobs as we call noobs as we noobs. call them. So uh, the is not counted as yeah. <laughs> So, so we, we really appeal to those who are really playing to re- to recognise and remember they also started out somewhere. But the trick is to get a bunch of newer players together. Starting at the same time So they can play amongst one another And gradually wean themselves uh, Into the more advanced sections So that's what we've successfully done For our nationals uh, We've got uh, a group of at the moment About 8 kids And we're trying to get about 12, 15 Newer players in the social section uh, It can be intimidating But it's also exhilarating Is it? Yeah. So we're offering uh, some free tickets To that social if people want to There's three places left That people could phone me 
And I'm sure you get the number after the show, but um, are we offering three tickets? And those with you're welcome to get the number. Okay, it's zero eight three two six zero seven five three zero. That's Andrew. And uh, the three tickets available for they were three hundred rand each. That will be entitled to playing in the competition, which will be guaranteed a prize. On that social only taking place on Saturday between eight and four in the afternoon, and the only six games that you have to play. So even if you are a beginner. It would be worthwhile to come play because only through competitions and only through meeting other people will you learn what the game's about. Because if you sit on your phone all day and try and play the game, you actually don't get that kind of – you can only reach a certain level. You can't get above that level. Only with coming to interact with players and stuff like that. Like I took a year off myself and I, my game went down drastically because I didn't have that kind of edge where you meet other players and you start playing against other people. And that's the way to get excitement and enjoyment out of the game. So basically you're saying go in fresh and you'll come out really. Um, Listen, the you, only way to do it is to do it. There's you, no, you can't practice yeah. for Scrabble. You, you can't can, stay you at can, home. And, you can actually. You have to if you want to really get good. But uh, you may be clapped in, uh, in, in some of your first games. But uh, just, uh, you know, what doesn't uh, kill us makes us stronger. And, uh, yeah, we all started out somewhere. And, and, yeah, we're really trying to revive the game. And we've had some good success. We, we're very active on social media. Um, and, uh, you know, Andrew's been a, 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 such a great force in uh, getting this going and getting excitement going. So tell me about the Gauteng Scrabble Club. How often do you meet? So um, there are su- the number of different clubs in Gauteng. So the Joburg Scrabble Club now meets uh, in, in Norwood, um at the Simply Asia restaurant uh, on a Wednesday afternoon and a Saturday. Uh, the other clubs that meet in Benoni on Thursday. The club scene is 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 uh, not as healthy as it could be, and we want to work on that after we've got school kids. So the idea is to get school kids into the mainstream. And to, to join the club. You basically start off by joining the club. Your fir- what is your first step? So you would just find us on Facebook, look for Scrabble SA. Um, our website is under construction at the moment, not all that helpful. Um, but, yeah. The first place to go is is to a club or or take the plunge and come to a tournament. Or even come onto WhatsApp. We've got a great WhatsApp group. Nobody's left us in the last three or four months. That is incredible. It's growing growing every day, and we're looking at about 65 people on the WhatsApp group. And it's we went from 30 to 60 with just pushing it a bit. And, you know, on the general sites that we are, it's really improving. Okay, uh, Craig is indicating that I have to wrap up, but my last question is, have you been into the schools? Are you setting up Scrabble clubs at schools? Yes, so in fact we were at Parktown Boys uh, on Wednesday and there were 20 kids who were really enthusiastic and in fact seven or eight of them are playing in the tournament. That's uh, we also had Mr. Swart from King David Victory Park who was there and we're going to set up something there. So slowly, slowly, yes, the idea is we're going to set up clubs in the schools, give them lessons and then they'll come and compete on the 15th of September in the schools tournament, which must, is a, a Sunday. Which I must tell you, it's a great privilege to have people like yourselves go in and offer tutoring for a game that actually is fun. And for free. And for free. I mean, it's absolutely an amazing opportunity. We sugar, <laughs> Which is acceptable. <laughs> and on that sugar note, um, I'd like to thank Stephen and Andrew for coming in. That's Stephen Groost and Andrew Goldberg, who are, respect, uh, are the chair and vice chair of Scrabble Harting. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks, Ruth. Pleasure.